Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tell Me About That, the only podcast where we have a set of defined words. This week, it's the, a, and and. And at the end of our podcast, we count how many of those words we've said, and then we go back in our edit and we delete that many minutes off of the podcast. Let's see how we do this week. So, boys, how you doing? Okay, well, picture this. Today, the FedEx driver comes in. Okay. There's a box on the ground. A box. Box open. The box well, is open. There's a pane of glass. Okay, wait. Oh, so and, there was pane of... Okay. Yep. The pane's of glass, and, you know, I open up, expecting a skateboard, but a skateboard. the okay. box but is was it Was it like a regular a skateboard. skateboard or like an electric skateboard? Well, is it an electric skateboard, and instead of the skateboard, I got the panes of glass. Gotcha. Okay. And so you open the box. And I open the box, and I get a... Sitting down to record our beautiful, beautiful podcast. Three boys getting together to create magic, I would call it. I, I'd say what we do here is pretty magical. Yeah, I can feel it, yeah. Dis- Disneyland I, would, would want us to, you know, host something there. That's how magical they, it is. They would. They really <laughs> would like us. That'd be a good us. get for us, I'll right, say that. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, hey, Disneyland, <laughs> if you're listening, I will definitely record whatever you want. <laughs> we'll sign up. We'll talk about whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. <laughs> but Mickey has to be there for the for the negotiations i need to speak to the man up yeah, top the big man <laughs> the big mouse up top and you know he's a good listener because of those big ears because of the big ears yeah, yeah. uh-huh so, and so he'll, he'll listen to us and also you know what they say about big ears know, the big hands mm-hmm. well the big hands too well big they, hands. they say they say big hands because of big ears big shoes because of big hands and you know what they say about big shoes Big feet. They're tough to fill. They're tough <laughs> yeah. to fill. That's once what, Mickey that's, Mouse <laughs> once Mickey Mouse dies, it's gonna be really hard to replace him at Disney World for sure. That's why they've been holding on to that that uh, copyright for so long is because mm-hmm. they know no, no one can replace Mickey Mouse as and that's the why head they, of Disney. That's why they keep pumping Mickey Mouse full of those experimental drugs to keep him alive forever. But you can right. tell. You can He's tell. He's mostly just a sack of flesh at this point. Yeah, his hoes have really gotten. A lot less joyful and a lot more <laughs> yeah. cry for help. Yeah, <laughs> more more like 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 release me, let me die. Yeah. So let's everybody wave goodbye to that potential Disneyland thing that we were talking about because <laughs> now we've totally gotten rid of that. But I I really wish that uh, like copyright stuff wasn't so strict because it like you know in like The Simpsons they have like like I'm trying to think of like ricky ricky rat or something like in like lieu of mickey mouse for the copyright right. reasons yeah yeah it would just be so funny if there was a a brand a corporation that was just that for like a number of different companies in the real world that's like uh the guy who made dumb starbucks was that the guy from oh yeah nathan for you what's his last name i think fielder nathan fielder yeah he like there's a coffee shop that isn't doing well so they ended up they like turn it into a place called dumb Starbucks and then there's like <laughs> Starbucks branding and everything, but it was just dumb Starbucks and right. Had dumb in front of it. <laughs> they went like, I don't know how far it got, but I heard a bunch of people got sick. So Ooh. <laughs> I Ooh. might not be right. I don't know. Oopsie. Don't, don't come for me. Nate, Nathan fielders guys. I don't, I'm, you know, we're just the podcast. Don't worry about us. Yeah, we, we, we do not have any money. <laughs> we got nothing to give you. All right, guys. Well, you know, it comes every episode. 
I got an article for you, and uh, you're going to have to figure out, you know, what what the rest of the title is. I'll give you part of it, and then uh, you boys have to guess just uh, what, what we're talking about here. So, this one, I'll give you a little hint. It's about some a new, a new tech startup, um, believe it or not, in California. Oh, you're talking about that small company, Facebook? Yeah, that, a little bit one. A little, little small company. Um, but no, this one um, has to do with that, the company's product getting hacked. Um, I'd, like, I'd like you to, guys to guess what this product is. Antivirus software. <laughs> Passwords. That would be funny. That would be dangerous. Uh, neither of those are correct. Um, it does have a little bit of a hardware aspect to it, so maybe that'll help along. Toyota, cars. Home, home security systems. Jeremy, you're surprisingly on to something. I'll oh, give you one man. more guess. It oh, is well, car-related. It's, it's got to be a Tesla thing, then. If something bad happened to a car company, <laughs> almost certainly Tesla. <laughs> Jeremy, got one it's more guess. It's car-related? It's car-adjacent? Yeah. And it's where, where they're being hacked? Something is being hacked, yes. Is it radios? I, it is not. It is new digital license plates. Oh. Yep. So there's a company called Reviver where you can uh, pay 20 to $25 per month to have a digital customizable license plate on your car. Um, and at the, at the time that they w- were like introduced as the, the, the company to support that in California, um, they promised that the uh, DMV, DMV certified cloud service backing the plates was entirely secure, but then a uh, team of security researchers, researchers uh, figured, why not give it a try? And they found <laughs> out that uh, it's pretty easy to hack it. Security <laughs> researchers. like <laughs> just, a, just a guy in his garage. Yeah, like, at, like, if you're, does that mean that if you're good enough at breaching security, that if you do it, to a big enough place like you can just be like we were just checking we were just checking if you could and now you know (laughs) there actually are people who are there actually are people who are like white hat hackers who like no that's fine right but like did they reach out to to this company researcher what yeah Yeah. (laughs) the difference there is like if you're like it's got to be sanctioned by somebody right like if you're just breaching into security whether or not you have the intentions to do it maliciously you're still doing it right if i kick open your front door to take a look around to make sure like now you know (laughs) i could kick your front door open if i wanted to like yeah okay like thanks but also why would why would you do that like right I mean, I guess. How do they tell who's the good guy hackers in this? Well, I I know, I know, companies can hire firms that do it, but then, but my my guess is it has a lot to do with reputation. Like, I'm sure if you're just a new guy, you can't just you can't just go and hack someone and be like, oh no, I'm doing this for the out of the goodness of my heart. You got to be someone who's like well known in in the the white hat community. If Tim Allen kicked in my front door i'd be like whoa and he'd be like yeah this door is uh, this door is off, <laughs> off the hinges i'd be like ah tim you knew it that's why you kicked it in to show me but if right. it was you know someone else it was like if it was tom allen tom, yeah, tom allen, allen tom allen kicks in my door what the hell are you doing here man get it together i'll say this 
I'll try to hack your stuff. Yeah, I probably yeah, will. Yeah, pay, probably, me, pay me enough. I'll, I'll, be able I'll to see get if through. I can get in. If yeah, if you need to know if the lay person can can hack into <laughs> your stuff, let I'm us know because like I have what I would call an intermediate knowledge of how computers and networks work, <laughs> which would be you know one step above somebody who doesn't know how to use a computer. So true. What it'll be the three of us. We'll. we'll we're, uh, this podcast thing hasn't been working out. We're just going to go into <laughs> communal hacking. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure collectively the three of us can come up with something to get to try and get into a system. And how that works is we all three have access to a virtual <laughs> machine that we can all interact with at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and we all work on problems together. Yeah. We, we actually co- just, we, do, we do come as a package deal. We copy paste the HTML into uh, a Google Doc. And then we all work we, from there. We, we don't have a keyboard. We can always just copy and paste from websites we find. We yeah. have on-screen keyboard. We're really, we're really good at uh, Stack <laughs> Overflow research. <laughs> this has turned into a bit of like an audio resume. Yeah, yeah, really. We've we've tried. We've applied to Disney. Now you know that one didn't work out. Hey, uh, now we're but, applying to white hat companies. And we haven't said anything mean about white hat hackers yet, so we haven't destroyed That's true. Our chances. I mean, we, there's still time. Yeah, we, <laughs> we still got we, a lot we of podcasts left. <laughs> Uh, anything I could say about white hat hackers that would be mean would kind of also apply to me because it would be more like, you know, all you do is sit on your computer. That's what I do. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, besides yeah, that, true. like, what am I going to come at them with? That's a good also, point. Also, I feel like you anger Disney, they don't care. You anger some hackers. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I got, yeah, I, know, I got a computer. They're going to like hack the episode so that my IP address just like reads out in the, <laughs> in the audio at the beginning. Right. In the Amazon, <laughs> Amazon Alexa reads out your uh, reads out your ip address every five minutes it's like one of those like like when you're using a trial program it like yells at you yeah it, it, it just does that i think we're on to something i think we might have a job lined up well speaking of jobs lined up uh we have to fulfill our job by uh seeing if this person oh, no response from this person oh, of course uh, on on the uh questions of i have a table period ask me ask uh, at this point two months ago um, I'm actually going to leave a new comment, see if it like, ref- like bumps it to the top. Um, are you replying to your updates? original? Or? You, you gotta no, be, uh, new comment. You gotta be careful how you do this, Jeremy, because if you get too visible and it's too annoying, you could get banned from the subreddit. So you gotta, you gotta follow the <laughs> rules, right? Make sure there's no rules about adding more than one comment. No trolls, questions or answers. We're not trolling. We're, We're not. genuinely asking. I'm very, very seriously asking. Yes. No open mind. No open. En- no, no open minded. <laughs> <laughs> no open-ended or what if questions what that don't be a dick i don't think we're being a dick no open-ended or what if questions that's like half the ask reddit questions yeah like what would you rather no i'm just kidding i would never do that not on the uh-huh. podcast you guys know what i when new what i'm saying <laughs> where'd it go back to top i asked any updates um Oh, there it goes. Perfect. So we are, okay. So in chronologically, sorting by new, we are the top one, two, three, four questions. We've asked four um, questions? Yeah. Yep. Time flies. Cool. Just because just just this guy doesn't get back to us. It's his fault, really. Yeah, of course. Uh, but we've, we've got other more important questions to ask and answer. Uh, so we're going to try to figure out why these questions were asked. The first question coming at you hot and cold is instead of using buses, wouldn't public transportation be more efficient with human cannons? Oh, yes. Well, here's the deal. Buses can hold 
you know, like upwards of 50 people, right? Or however many. Um, so you would just need to make sure that your cannon can kind of like birdshot 60 people is all. And yeah. So I think it's it's important that, you know, we don't we don't qualify this with a single solution. You know, we've heard about this with like climate change, like, oh, does this one better than this one? Like uh, wind versus solar versus water, I, all that. Mm -hmm. I we don't want to phase out buses completely. That's a bad idea. So I I know I sound like a politician ready to, to introduce my new yeah, bill right now. Really? But I think our best solution buses inside the city. And you know, you always have the problem of like, well, if I live outside the city, I still have to have a car to get into the city. Mm -hmm. Now, in each like major residential area, okay. you, just build, you just build a large cannon. Hmm. that you it's, can shoot towards the city. I will say, it seems like this is a worse trains, um, but... But it's, it's faster. It's still down, yeah. I, I do want to address someone... Uh, the first comment, actually, and this is filtered by best, is that does not sound safe, and I want to say that is irrelevant to the question right, being yeah. asked. Does it's, not ask. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure driving a car is like one of the most dangerous things you do every day. Yeah. So why not blast yourself out of a cannon? Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> Hear me out. Buses, right? You take the wheels off. You got yourself a pretty streamlined projectile there. Ooh, true. Still fits a lot of people. Maybe start utilizing the seatbelts a little bit more on buses. <laughs> and you could probably get a bus pretty far via projectile combustion or whatever, you know, whatever you call firing things out of a cannon. Uh, I mean, let's talk about why they're asking it. One, they're going to abort... The boss, the yeah. boss knocks on the, the door. Boss is hey, looking for new ideas. I need six good ideas by the end of the day. Otherwise, they're fired that this day. This sitting planning committee will 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 lose all its funding if we don't have yeah. six great city ideas by tomorrow. Other option: there's a big class presentation that was like, or it's like one of those college like freshman seminars where it's like you got to come up with a new transportation and like all the. I mean, I'm gonna say it. All the good ideas are out there already, right? Train, car, plane. Bicycle, something like that. Trains, automobiles, yeah. I'm and yeah, I'm getting exactly. one credit for this class, so yeah, yeah. Now, so who, who's our reaching. who's our current uh, uh, Secretary of Transportation? That Pete Puda judge. If that, somebody knows the current Secretary of Transportation off the top of your head, that's a red flag. I'll say it. Well, I didn't, so well, I might have, but we don't yeah, know. Uh, it better transport. be wrong. If you're wrong, Ryan, if you were right, you're off the podcast. How did you say it? Maybe we maybe we can get him on a technicality. Mm. Maybe you said it wrong. It sounded right to me. I said Pete Buddy Guy. So, oh, okay, the guitar player. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, is that him? they are currently yes. Okay. Um, maybe maybe this question was asked by him. <laughs> Trying to like, figure it out. Oh. Right. It, he he's working on his new proposal. <laughs> I am not. My, I'm losing favor. The <laughs> the the presidential election did not go my way. Well, the the, th the thing is, the thing is. He's trying to he's trying to appeal because let's be honest, the conservatives probably don't like him that much just, you know, because because of the way that he is as a human being. Um, maybe he's trying to appeal to their sensibilities of guns by <laughs> saying, oh, by saying okay. take 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 the weapons out of the hands of the every person. Right. But put them in the hands of the Department of Transportation in the form of a large human shooting cannons. I like right. It. And what do the conservatives hate? Climate change. What? What? Like what? What is the solution to climate change? More public transportation. How do? You, how do we? How do we mask that? Big gun. 
Oh my god, so you're tricking them exactly. into accepting better more emissions effective, you know, conscious modes of, yeah, modes modes of, transportation. of transportation by putting it wrapping it in a tro- Trojan horse style in a big gun. <laughs> exactly. I'm a fan. Um okay. So, I just realized we could put a flare on our name. Oh. I figure why not? It's free. Maybe wanna So, the first thing I Typed in was hot goss. Hot goss. Okay. Hot goss. Yeah. How do we feel? We got any other ideas? I'm, I'm like hot throw goss. Out there? Uh, hot big goss. Gun. Yeah. Big gun. Hot goss. Hot gun. Hot goss. Comma. Big gun. Ooh, I like that. Hot co- hot co- hot goss. Big gun. Yeah, that'll that's, catch that's, the eye. That's yeah. the, that's the new. <laughs> tell me about that slogan. Hot goss. Big gun. All right. Well, uh, now that we figured out our own slogan. Um, <laughs> next question. And we got uh, a great panel, I think, here. Uh, is it possible for a left-handed person to not know they're left-handed? No. So, well, okay. So, well, let's talk about what we're coming from, where we're coming at this from. I think I am right-handed. I have been right-handed my whole life. Yeah, what do you mean you think you're right-handed? Like, Well, this question posits that I may not be okay, left-handed. Okay, so, all right, my, so my... let's take away the assumption then. All right. Jack, you... Well, talk to your position on this. You know, this is this is good. Yeah, you're right. Take away the assumption. I have used my left hand for most of the fine motor skill things I've done in my life. Right. Um, I've tried to use my right hand to do those things, and it is harder for me to do it. <laughs> that being said, there are times when I'm doing things with my right hand. Like uh, any sort of racket-based sport, I'm a right-hand guy. Yeah. And it feels, I mean, like, I feel like handedness is weird because, like, if I wrote with my right hand every day for the next year, maybe I would feel different about it. But, like, the way I know how to do things is on my left. So this, this is an interesting point you bring with the writing because what if, I'm, I'm a person who doesn't have great handwriting. Mm-hmm. That True. is known by everyone, including myself. Um, I wrote for me only and really for just like memory. Oh, it kind of, I remember the first letter of what I was writing with the context of what I was writing. And I, I will say there's evidence of this that we experienced this weekend where Jeremy tried to write several different sentences. That was not my fault. As no, I, we're not getting into this right now. That was not my fault. And they were not <laughs> as legible. Extremely, by the person extremely who read them. well. But what I'm positing is maybe I'm left handed. Maybe I just haven't tried <laughs> with my left. So what you're saying. All right. So to, to uh, extrapolate here, you're saying that there is a skill ceiling on both of your hands, right? And just because you're currently the best at right hand okay. doesn't mean that the ceiling for left hand might be higher. Uh, right? So oh, okay. I'm as good as I can get left hand right now. But maybe my, my, I'm just level one right hand and I need to right, grind you haven't, for a you while. Haven't, yeah, you haven't grinded it. Okay. Exactly. No, yeah, y'all are picking up what I'm putting down. Interesting. Okay. Well, there's only really one way to find out, and I think that's that we all vow right here that for the next 10 years of our lives, we're going to do everything with the opposite hand. Drive yep. the car, you know, give ourselves medical t- care, anything we need. Do you drive a car opposite differently hand. left-handed? I don't think you do. No, I'm using my left hand on the gear shift and my right hand on the wheel. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right hand for turn signals, <laughs> you know, right hand for opening and closing the door. Yeah. All that okay. stuff. I'm brushing my teeth with my right hand. I'm wiping my butt with my left. 
Oh, okay. Trying to think of your right hand butt wiper. Okay. Oh yeah. What am I an idiot? (laughs) The left hand's the hand I use to do stuff. (laughs) Okay. On the off chance that that my hand washing isn't isn't as you know, (laughs) I, I I consider myself a pretty good hand washer for the most part. Um, but you know. Hey, we all have off days. Something gets by. I don't want it to be on my my primary hand. <laughs> that, you know, that's a fair point. I can't I can't knock it for that. It's, it's a numbers game. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Just make sure it's not as bad. Yeah, it's all about damage mitigation. <laughs> so, so maybe just real quick, why do why do we think this question was asked? Because I I don't know. This this seems like I will say I fairly... think I think this person is in almost the exact same position as you, Jeremy, where your handwriting is almost illegible sometimes um but they've accepted it and are trying to trying to fix it and maybe they're like oh maybe i am actually left-handed kind of like what you said but like not actually like, joking like they were serious they actually care like a hail mary who read their handwriting they're like my handwriting's so bad they're like maybe i'm just left-handed i don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh i was thinking uh so you're talking about a post uh identification of left or right-handed what if it's a pre-identification what if there's like a kindergarten teacher who's like all right who in the class is right-handed and then the kids raise their hand who is the class left-handed but then like they see jimmy over there jimmy's kind of using his left hand a lot but he raised his hand for the right hand section (laughs) he just has no idea yeah yeah, i'm (laughs) left-handed and then you just (laughs) interesting that could be something because that's like usually when when like you start like writing stuff, like what do you say, kindergarten or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's when you start learning how to write stuff. I was you writing know what? It when I was three. Who are I, I, we? I don't. I had full comprehension of the English you, language you didn't by even the have, age of twenty-eight. You didn't even have days. object permanence at three. <laughs> who who are we to to prescribe which handedness belongs to which hand? You know, I, I as a person who bats right-handed in baseball and throws left-handed and all this stuff. Being called a left-hander and then going to do things and they're like, well, here's your lefty glove. I'm like, well, now, thanks. Now I don't need that. Or like, you know what I mean? Like a left-handed hockey stick would not right. be what I want. It implies lesser than. <laughs> so so I think <laughs> I think we, we strike down all of these labels and we allow people to use whatever the fuck hand they want to use. True. All right. Well, I've got... I more so, this is for my curiosity only. Um, let's try to figure out what this question is asking rather than why it was asked. Uh, is it normal when your skeleton is hatching? Probably. No. <laughs> it's no? not normal. That is not normal. Um, why would well, you... I w- all right, I can- oh, hold on, real quick. I would say it's not normal for your skeleton to be hatching, but when it is, maybe it is normal. Is it normal? Okay, so when your skeleton's hatching, is it normal? I think so, yeah. I would still say no, because if your skeleton is hatching, it is not normal. It being the skeleton. Your skeleton, your skeleton is well, not that's, normal. That's, For- uh, that's, that's a different qualifier, because we've already established that your skeleton is hatching. Whether the hatching mm-hmm. part is normal or not, that's, that's already... You know, settled. That's what I'm saying. But the but, skeleton is also not normal because it is hatching. Because normal skeletons do not hatch. Mm, okay, so I think I agree with Jack now. I think it's a no. So not only is it normal that your skeleton is hatching, like you know, but it's also not a normal skeleton. But I would argue that because it's not a normal skeleton, 
it is normal for that. Like it could be normal that your abnormal skeleton is. Hatching. That's what I'm. That's that's, that's, that's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Hmm. So you so, know you have your normally abnormal hatching skeleton right going on, and your normally abnormal hatching skeleton. Yes. Yes. Oh, wait, did you say that? We have two, right? We have an abnormally hatching, abnormal, abnormal skeleton hatching, normal, yes. normally hatching. Yes. We have an abnormally, normally hatching skeleton. Correct. And a normal skeleton abnormally hatching. Correct. Both yeah. of those okay. things are true. Okay, perfect. All right. Done. Let's move on. Yep, next. <laughs> well, let us abnormally and normally get back to everybody's favorite game. It's got a long name, but we give it a shorter name. The long name is Tell Me About Who You Think Will Win. Get this, the shorter name, T-M-A-W-Y-T-W-W. If you want to shorten that even further, you could just give tomato. It's kind of like phonically what those letters would say. It doesn't have all the verbs, or Jesus, all the uh, <laughs> the uh, the vowels that tomato <laughs> usually has, but, you know, it's it's a little easy, quick way to kind of remember, like, T-M-A-W-Y-T-W-W, which stands for tell me about who you think will win. There's so many more syllables. So, uh, you know, we'll get there. What? 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 No, no, nothing. nothing. Great. No, you're doing great. Okay. Everything's fine. Okay, do you think, should I start over then? Or, okay, no, I'll just... Do you think they got yeah, it? Yeah, just keep going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can start over because I just want to make sure everybody understands like the name, the long short thing. No, no, no. Okay, I think we got it. Um, so hey, this week, Jeremy, our good friend, is going to be g- delivering us two wonderful contestants. Yeah, two hotties. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, Garfield the cat, very and hot. Carmen San Diego. Okay. Oh. Well, I would n- I would not know what Carmen San Diego looks like. Never found her. She is just yes, yeah. <laughs> hard to find. Keep, keeps uh, evading our our yeah. Our grasp. Where even is she in the world? Where um, the heck did she go? But I do know that Garfield is very physically attractive. That's like one of hey, his. Hey, why main is it tenets. where in the world instead of where on the world? Um, you know what? It's a good question. And I like I'm not saying like I I like. I'm not saying this is uh, just exclusively. Yeah, Carmen, it's not a Carmen San Diego Carmen. thing. Yeah, I think this is like a, a grammar. Yeah, thing. grammar thing. Yeah, like wouldn't we be on the world? Well, that's like in living in Long Island and living on Long Island. Like people who live on Long Island say on the island. Like it's not I live in I mean, this yeah. town. So we really should. Yeah, we're on the earth. I mean, you don't say I live in earth either. Nobody really True. says I live on earth. It's kind of assumed. But <laughs> yeah, not in regular conversation. In ten years, when you're listening to this podcast, and you know, I guess okay. you live. You know, people live on Mars. You're gonna have to be like, well, I live on Earth. That's Pittsburgh Earth, Pittsburgh, not Pittsburgh Mars. Pittsburgh we two, know we're gonna have a second one. Pittsburgh yeah. two on Mars. Yeah, yeah. If we have a Springfield in every goddamn state in the union, <laughs> then we're gonna have another Pittsburgh on on Mars for sure. Yeah. I feel like maybe okay, maybe the how, NASA. Look at this. Um, or whatever the, the international space thing is. Why don't we just take Earth, project it onto Mars, and just kind of carve out oh, everything true. there so, and just have Earth, too, over uh, there. Imagine moving to Mars, but you have to live in Ohio. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be tough. Brutal. What the hell were we talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah so someone's going to give us a, a thing that they're doing. Yeah. That would be Jack. Yeah, so... Uh, well, I'd like, I think it's going to be better if Ryan tells us where they're going to be, um, to kind of get, set the scene a little bit. So Ryan, please. Yeah, I can do that. Um, you know, this place, 
Um, we've we've all experienced it in uh, in one way or another. Um, you know, we've got two two brothers who have. Uh, I guess only only one of them actually inherited this place. Uh, I'm talking about the Mario brothers. Um, and we are going to Luigi's Mansion. Oh, awesome! This is great. This is going to be an awesome time because I have a wonderful competition for you both. Um, this week's competition is going to be a la, uh, you know, reality television. These two contestants are going to be planning and executing a wedding. Um, oh. here at Luigi's oh. mansion. Yeah. So, um, maybe like a, you know, like a four weddings type situation where Garfield <laughs> has maybe one weekend, then the next weekend it is, uh, carbon San Diego's turn to, to kind of have, Free reign of the mansion, Luigi's and, place. And, what, and truly what better location than Luigi's mansion to have yeah, a wedding? it's beautiful. So I, I, I think you mentioned four weddings. For those that don't know, there's four weddings that each of the brides attend, or each of the, I guess, the future wives mm-hmm. attend mm-hmm. and judge each other's weddings. Uh, why don't we all, instead of doing our weddings, we just go and we just maybe step a, like step through each of the weddings, right? So we show up to Garfield's wedding, right? Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. there a, a pre-reception? Is there, was it right into the ceremony? Garfield? What does well, the ceremony look like? I think, I think that uh, to start off, um, it's not going to start day of. It's going to be a multi-day, you know, celebration. Okay. Um, they're using the whole week they've got the They're using the floor. whole That's week, great. yeah. Um, first of all, nothing happening on Monday. No money, not a thing. <laughs> no. Excellent. That's, that's the day for everyone to arrive uh-huh. and like just chill. You know, uh-huh. at, at night everyone just get, grabs a beer, sits by the campfire. Garfield will not be in attendance on Monday. He right. does not perform on Mondays. He doesn't work on Mondays. Um, yes, but it's it's all it, it. This isn't just like the part, the wedding party. This is everyone. Everybody's coming for the yeah. whole week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so start off Monday. Nothing happens. Everyone's chilling. Um, this is like get a little the jury lasagna duty for of dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little lasagna for dinner, um, and then you go. To bed. I imagine probably not the last time lasagna will be. <laughs> I can guarantee you. In my mind, I don't it think so. Correct. <laughs> okay. So someone, if someone wants to take up day two. What yeah. do we see? Um, lot of maybe trying to get rid of any dogs in the house. A lot Ooh. of that. And it is um, a big mansion, so... Big mansion, a lot of dogs, a lot of ghosts, which I'm not sure how Garfield feels about ghosts. I mean, um, I don't think we actually know. I know he hates Mondays, and I know he, he, he loves lasagna. Maybe so. was there ever a Casper the Friendly Ghosts ex-Garfield kind of crossover? Any I'm sort looking of... at the cover of Garfield Ghost Stories, and he looks scared. Okay, okay so, so Garfield canonically there not is a precedent, big ghost yeah. guy. Um, so maybe some, some serious ghost busting is going on during these days. And we know the perfect guy. That's true. Luigi, Luigi services are there for hire. Yeah. I said, Bill Murray. (laughs) Oh, actually Garfield is pretty good friends with Bill Murray to my, that's that's actually a good point. So there could be (laughs) the ghost buster could come in. You threw me off by saying Luigi. Well, they work together. I backtracked so quickly. Luigi's a contractor. So... (laughs) Maybe do you think if Bill Murray comes to to bust the ghosts in Luigi's mansion that he would want Luigi to be there, or do you think Luigi would probably have to leave? Um, I think they they could work together. I think. 
I feel like it's the difference between using an in-house Ghostbusters versus, you know, hiring your own Ghostbuster. Maybe in-house is a little more expensive when you're going for, you know, renting the venue itself. So I'd, maybe, I'd argue... Maybe they I'd save that, a little money not using Luigi. Well, I'd argue that maybe... I mean, if you're hiring at Luigi's Mansion, you're you're already paying a pretty penny. What's What's a couple thousand dollars more? I think Luigi... They hire Luigi, he's like... I can, but in the time frame you've given me, I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need some help. Okay, so, so he goes out and hires. Hire. Yeah, he hires Bill Murray as like a secondary uh, ghost buster, if you will. Okay, listen, and that's that's great. I honestly, I think that the ghost busting probably takes until the weekend. That's a lot. Yeah, of, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a concurrent process. The entire, you know, the entire plot of luigi's mansion is, is busting the ghost so i imagine it's not going to be a quick process so maybe right. we bring bring the 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 wedding day the wedding bells ring oh, the yeah. day is upon us oh yeah what do you think first of all all right let's think here we need food we need color scheme we need uh maybe the dress no he doesn't get to pick the dress that seems a little excessive but he, he's picking <laughs> no. the color scheme he picks uh the last thing you know what the cake, maybe. Well, that doesn't pick the cake. He gives them like an like array of options. Or like already... food, just food, just yeah, food, 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 right? Just food. It and just the atmosphere. And well, the, the no, experience. he doesn't give them an option for food. You he have pick, an he option. Picked, well, he's picking the food. He's picking the food. And we know what food he's picking. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so you they're walking down the aisle. It's gorgeous, right? What are they looking like, Jeremy? What's what are what are the sights on this beautiful day of days? So there's a lot of ribbons around, like those like drapey ribbons. Uh-huh. Yeah. In a, a just a beautiful blue, okay, all around like from t- floor to ceiling, beautiful. Garfield in a yellow tux to accent some of the the more nuanced features of his chin or mouth, I guess mouth parts, orange mouth parts. Okay, <laughs> well they're yellow. They're like a, a oh, tan. so like so, the so cartoon he is, yellow. He is I, orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I got and you. so the the suit is bringing out because he's got a great smile. You know, you see that so smirk. Good. So good. Um, lasagna shoes. But like, Ooh. like stove for lasagna boxes. Okay. Um, and he's got sunglasses on. <laughs> cool. Okay. Because he's hungover. Right. From all the lasagna. From the lasagna. And drugs, yeah. And drugs. Um, probably a lethargic ceremony, I would say. Probably takes a little while. Garfield is pretty lazy. Um, but I think, I think that's by design. Because uh, I think that... It's, it's, I, a, it's when, intimate. When he, yeah, when he consulted with the the bride and groom or the bride and bride, whatever the the couple, um, he 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 was along the lines of he's not only is someone looking for his services, he's making sure that the client, like he he fits the client, so he hey, knows. Quick, I thought Garfield was getting married. Is no, that not the right, case? No, no, <laughs> okay. no. He's planning the wedding. He's <laughs> yeah, he's, okay. Gotcha. He's no, I definitely didn't think that he was getting married for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so he's. He's very aware that when he picks a client, they have to fit his vibe. So they're they're the the the, the couple is fit it like they're they're feeling the laziness. They're into it. They're like we're just gonna have a chill wedding, mm-hmm. all of that. So I think that's an important thing to establish there. Mm-hmm. So I I would like to kind of give some overall numbers here, right? I think yeah, the atmosphere yeah. very good. It's 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 relaxed. It is not too you know the ghost bus thing was a lot, but it did happen over long enough of a time that it was okay. Um, so the atmosphere is very good. I will say 
a couple ghosts do get out, you know, during because you're never going to bust them all. You know, Luigi's Mansion is full right. of ghosts. So if you slip out during the, the, the ceremony and Garfield is not a, a leap in action guy, so they are going to be a little bit of a nuisance. Uh, so that's going to lose some points on the atmosphere. Food, however, I would say phenomenal. I mean, lasagna right. is a crowd pleaser. So and it's an easy dish to make. You just make a bunch of it. Yeah, there's so many. There were sheet pans. And it's and cheap sheet pans. It's cheap. So the, the money they saved on food went to the ghost busting. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking about it. What about the DJ that got hired? Because I, I don't think he did a very research position. It's got to be John, his his owner. And John, yeah, yeah. It's as absolutely we know, John. does not have a lot of grace or, you know, tact. So he's, no. he's, yeah. pl- he's cutting between songs way too harsh. He's cutting off in the middle of songs. It's, it's bad. So, yeah. Definitely but I think, I, but I, I think his song choice is pretty good. It's just like the, the in-between parts of each song. It's just, you know, jarring at times. All right. So we've talked a lot about Garfield, but let's talk about our second contestant. The beautiful day. Everybody's cleared out from the week up. All the lasagna sauce, the grease has been cleaned up. The All ghosts, the ghosts, the ghosts have been gone. Put, no, actually, I, I think they put them I put th- back. I think the ghosts have been unbusted to, to ensure a fair evil playing, playing, e- evil playing field. <laughs> well, it is a little evil. <laughs> it's a little spooky. All right, what are you thinking here? Carmen Sandiego is coming in hot. I cannot imagine she she takes this anything but full speed, right? This I is will a international say, super I, spy. Well, I will I will say, um, her her she 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 it's not just her. Like she has a whole team, so she actually probably rarely ever communicates directly with. Okay, clients. so she, she's on she, the job. She, one might say she could be anywhere in the world at any point in anywhere time. Anywhere she's impossible to get a hold of. I'm not sure we see Carmen Sandiego. Yeah. I've, I've watched a few episodes of the new version of the show, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? And I will say that her vibe is very much, you don't need to be, you know, she's out on the job a lot, but she always gets the job done. Right. What I'm thinking is, you don't see Carmen Sandiego for a lot of this. She is watch. She is doing this from behind the scenes for the most part. She is in constant contact with her compatriots who are the legwork. But as soon as things start to get heavy and and a very you know quick and precise intervention is needed, Carmen Sandiego will be there to save the day. Right. But until it that depend- happens, you'll never see her. Right. So they're busting the ghosts. Bill Murray's coming up. He's knocking on the door with like an invoice, and they're like, "We don't know." Where and he's like, I need Miss San Diego to sign this. I I won't right. work unless. And they're like, we don't know where she is. That's I mean, the busting of the ghosts is going to take a lot longer because it's just Luigi working, um, for a while here. Right. All right. Let's talk about food. All right. Alrighty. Let's get down to it. Carmen San Diego has been a lot of places. Probably had yeah, a lot of good yes. food. So I imagine this is a very Different culinary experience than what you're getting with Garfield's wedding. Yeah, I I know we're all pretty adventurous eaters, or at least fairly comfortable with eating a lot of food, but I know at weddings there's a lot of people from a lot of places, and I'm not sure that that's going to necessarily appeal to everyone at the wedding. I would argue that, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I think in this scenario, one thing she might do is get... Just like there's no meals per se, like you like you know sometimes you get like 
uh, one choice sit of like down beef, meal, beef yeah. chicken, fish, something like that. And then you get a meal of that. Instead, I think it's just hors d'oeuvres the whole way through, hors d'oeuvres, appetizers, stuff like that, finger food. Buffet stuff. And it's all like individual stuff. And every single thing is from a different place she's ever been. Yeah. That way there's yeah. a little something for everyone. Where in the and world was Carmen Sandiego? Yeah. And that gives you hints. It's also a clue. Yeah. As to oh, where it's she for might all be. the villains yeah. who are trying to come to this wedding that they heard she was starting. Yeah. They're trying to, and she's toying with them, right? Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good stuff. And Everyone she, asks where in the world Carmen Sandiego is. No one ever asks how in the world is Carmen Sandiego And even less is. people ask why in the world is Carmen Sandiego. True. Yeah, what's she running from, guys? <laughs> that's, that's fair. I think that's a good point. Not for us to figure uh, out. I gotta be honest, I don't think I'd be a fan of the little appetizers the whole way through. I think I'd want it to be a little bit more I like, would. hey, we're having dinner. Nah, I'm, I'm um, more of a, you know, because... Hey, we're having dinner means that you're sitting at your table and eating dinner. Whereas everything else is like you're out and about, you're walking around, you're mingling, you can grab yourself a little whatever, you grab yourself a little samosa, right? And they're in, you eat that. They're, inten- they're intentionally small plates, so you can only get a couple of things at a time. So yeah. you have to go back up, you gotta mingle. You're walking around, there's, you know, maybe... I don't s- think I like this, guys. I like, I, I, there's a part of the wedding for mingling, but I gotta be honest, most of the weddings I go to, I don't really want to mingle with a lot of people. There are people... That are out of my age range that are very closely associated with the parties involved, but not to me. So usually there's just a table of my friends. And so I would just like to hang out with them as much as possible. And then if I go on the dance floor, I might meet some other people, but that's about it. Well, but that, that's, that's why Carmen San Diego was doing this, to get you out of your comfort zone. Also, another thing she did was there's actually no seating. Okay. Oh, all right. This is, an this is going from, Obviously, like she's like from you, she's, right? she's like ADA compatible. Like, like she she like. So if, there's if a couple need, of there's some seats there for those who need them. Right, but like for most people, they're at standing tables of like like you 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 get like six people around a table. It's all they're they're small, so you put your plate on, you put your drink on, mm-hmm, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You're talking, but you're not sitting down. You're still moving around, and there's like there's chairs around, so you can sit down. Like obviously, you're not gonna be standing the whole night, but. The idea is that it gets you around. If we if we if we conceptualize the wedding as the world of the two, the the two the two parties getting married, mm-hmm. it, it 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 the idea is that you're going around their world. So where in the world are you in their in their committed relationship? Oh yeah. So India is also their first date. You know, exactly. It's oh, it's a fun Indian cuisine, but also this little card I'm reading. It's very cute. Guys, very put together. I, I gotta say, I love the theme. I don't think this is a good wedding. <laughs> hey, well, it's listen, a, it's a good thing it's not for you. Yeah. What? 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 I we're voting on that's whether we true. think it's a good that's, wedding. That's or not. fair. It's, and your yeah, your score is definitely gonna dock her on the uh, the atmosphere here. Uh, the last thing I I'd think like, if I had to choose okay. between Garfield and Carmen Sandiego's wedding, I think I would go with Garfield's wedding. It sounds like a much more enjoyable time. The food's great. The, you know, what do we say? The aesthetic was the DJing's not great, but I can make do. I think the thing that would put Carmen Sandiego's wedding over the top, which is why I'm, I'm, I'm ending my, my argument with this. Ghosts are going to get out <clears throat> at the end of Carmen. <laughs> about the know, ghost. <clears throat> during, the we- during the wedding, right? <clears throat> it's going to happen. Right. What I want to know, right? 
maybe the villains who are coming to try to capture Carmen Sandiego, they have teamed up with the ghosts in Luigi's Mansion to not only rid the t- the the wedding venue of its participants so that they can more easily capture Carmen Sandiego, but also ruin the wedding. Carmen Sandiego, in true fashion, once she is aware of this plot happening through the trackers and devices that she had implanted in the plates of the dishes, she comes in very discreetly, right? The bride, let's say in this instance there's a bride, the bride looks over, sees a flash of red in the corner of her eye. What was that? We don't know, right? She looks over, <laughs> she looks back and sees her partner sitting across. Hey, she gets back into the moment. It's immediately right. gone. What you don't see behind the scenes, Carmen Sandiego swooping in, busting all the ghosts with her Ghostbuster 5000. And who's that behind her? It's Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> right? E- the other Egon? Yeah, the guy that yeah, yeah. played Egon or something. And he's, he's busting the ghosts because she knows how to get, you know, the 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 best of the best right she's he's busting the ghost she while she's at it is activating the neurotoxin that she placed in all of the 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 dishes of all (laughs) the bad guys um activating only in the stomachs of those who are part of the evil scheme to thwart the wedding so after the 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 wedding participants have gotten up and done the procession out of the ceremony space into the the uh the uh, reception reception hall as they walk out who's that in the back it's all the bad guys they collapse on the floor the rest of the wedding guests are none the wiser right and then you hear like a little and you see a flash of red as carmen san diego gets into a bus and gets fired out of a cannon to go back to wherever <laughs> she was working and even the bride and groom don't know, although every once in a while, the bride thinks about that flash of red. Right. Who saved their wedding? Who knows? I, I, so, so I think we maybe give, here it is. It's overall score, Garfield, Carmen, San Diego. Whoever gets the highest average between the three of us wins. Jeremy, what are your scores? Garfield and Carmen. Garfield, out of, out of 10. Yep. Okay. Garfield, I would say... A 7.4. Carmen, I would say a 6.8. You're really going to make these averages hard on us? Couldn't have picked the whole number. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go uh, ahead. I'll do the math then. All right. Thank you. Uh, I say Garfield's wedding is a solid, solid 7. Uh, Carmen San Diego, I'd give her a 9. I, I, think, I think the food and the, the show at the end are really going to do it for me. I think. Um, I think it's pretty close. Um, I think they both have... I want decimals, Ryan. What? I want decimals. Okay, I'll give you decimals. Give me the decimals. I think, I think, I think the important part is that they've both catered to their clients' like specialty interest. Um, Garfield did a great job with the lazy lasagna wedding. And Carmen Sandiego made an incredibly interesting... Uh, spy-based world traveler wedding. Um, so I think they both nailed it in those regards. Um, so I'm going to give Garfield a solid 7.7, and Carmen Sandiego is going to just eke it out with an 8.3. So they're close, but I think, I think Carmen has that interest factor. 
Now we're just waiting for Jeremy to tabulate the scores. The judges are tallying the numbers. We don't actually have to vamp, guys. We could have cut the dead air out. Nope, impossible. And bling, bling, bling. The results are in. Garfield with a 7.33. 7.366 is uh, lo- lo- losing to Carmen Sandiego's 8.033. Wow, wow. Pretty close, though. Yeah. Wow. Hey, great job to all the contestants out there. Sorry, Mr. Field. Thank you so much for all the work that you put in. Congratulations to the married couples. Yeah, happy couples. Mm, I don't want to say that. Okay. That's just me, though. I, we, just from Jack and Ryan. Okay, they, congratulations, congratulations from Ryan from and Jack. I. Jeremy hopes you get the I gotta, ma- I gotta meet you before I congratulate you. Ryan, yeah, yeah. So. Well, that's it. That's the podcast, huh? I hope you liked it, and I hope you, your friends liked it, because you should tell your friends about it. It's, uh, we're on socials at Tell Me About, tell me about That Podcast uh, on Facebook. No, it's TMAT Pod on Facebook at TMAT Pod on Twitter. Tell Me About That Podcast at gmail.com for emails, questions, comments, uh, reviews of our product. Um, speaking of reviews of our product, go on iTunes, leave a review, five stars, one star, whatever you want, whatever you're feeling. Uh, just tell people about us, and that'd be great. I've been Jeremy. I've been Jack. And I've been Ryan. Still not the correct order, but that's okay. Bye, everyone. You can also say something. Nope.